you put a lukewarm pot of water on the stove and you put a frog in it. He's doing the backstroke. You turn that heat up little by little. And you know what the next thing you've got? It's frog legs. That's what they're doing to our individual rights. Little by little, there's, they're mandating and taking away our God-given rights to live in a free society. And I'm not going to take it. It's going to be people who are not worried about their next election to take this up and say, we're not going to, we're not going to stand for it anymore. This is our country, the greatest country the world has ever seen. And it's worth fighting for. everyone. I'm Brandon Lewis, founder of the Tennessee Conservative. Today, Congresswoman Diana Harshbarger, representing Tennessee's first congressional district, joins us, a native East Tennessean. Diana was born in Bloomingdale, a small community right outside of Kingsport, and was the first in her immediate family to graduate from high school and college. She attended East Tennessee State University and graduated from Mercer University College of Pharmacy with her doctorate. She has been a licensed pharmacist and successful business owner for over three decades, Diana is dedicated to fighting for East Tennessee priorities, including healthcare reform, economic development, combating the tragic opioid epidemic, and expanding broadband access to rural communities, which is critically important. She is currently serving on the House Education and Labor and House Homeland Security Committees. Diana is an active member of her Kingsport community, teaching Sunday school, helping with her church's mission work and other local nonprofits. She and her husband, Robert, currently reside in Kingsport when they are not at their form, farm in Unicoi. Uh, Diana has one son and two grandsons. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Wow, Brandon, that was a big introduction. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here to talk about something that is really important. Uh, and I know with your former uh, you know, background as a pharmacist, um, you probably get the same thing I do. I get emails and messages every day from Tennesseans who are having to choose between their medical freedom and re religious convictions uh, and their jobs, uh, or in some cases, their ability to just consume run-of-the-mill services. I had tickets to go to a, um, to a concert series and I had to present forms of vaccination that I do not have because I have natural immunity on my entire family contracted COVID. Many are in that position and our legislator, uh, legislature rather had an opportunity in this last general session to take care of all this, but rhinos quietly killed legislation in the state Senate and the House uh, committees and subcommittees. I watched that happen in real time. We reported on it. Uh, you, on the other hand, just introduced a bill uh, with many co-sponsors addressing this very issue. Please talk about it. Well, nobody should be mandated to do anything against their will. That is an individual freedom that you have, that I have, that everybody has. And what I saw, I saw this coming months ago, but I think it was the first part of September when the Biden administration put this ruling down and said, okay, we're not going to take it anymore. We're going to make sure you, you get that vaccine. That is unconscionable. It's really unconstitutional for one thing. And what I did was put legislation out that said, you, you can't mandate that at the federal employee level or at the state level to private entities, private employers and their employees. How ludicrous is that? And, you know, I've already got nine people to sign on to it. And I've even had um, 
the uh, team at ICE, not the federal administration, but the employees to, to support that legislation because they fear, and they're leaving in droves, Brandon, from ICE, from the Border Patrol, TSA. Look at what happened last week with uh, Southwest Air. You know, the pilots said, no more. We're going to go out and do something else. And a lot of these people are going to leave these bigger companies. And I call them, in a lot of cases, I know they worry about the OSHA fines, that they could be fined or, or what have you. But they are leaving these bigger companies, which are woke. In other words, you've got your woke companies versus your working class. That's basically what it is. And they're leaving for companies under 100 employees where they can opt in for once a week testing or whatever. I could go on and on about it, but I don't know what's going on at the state level. I have made a point to talk to the state representatives in my district and the state senators saying, look, you need to have a special session to go over this. It's going to have to be the state that protects us, period, without any repercussions. They're going to have to stand up and say, hey, we want to protect our employers and their employees from these, um, these executive orders and mandates that are going on right now, Brandon. Well, I agree. And, uh, you know, it looks like we likely will have a special session. It took a lot of uh, prodding and poking. Had it not been for Biden um, pushing things, and if it had not been for um, us looking to, to give about $500 million in corporate welfare out for another special session, I don't know that we would even be addressing it now. So sometimes bad things lead to good things. Um, and I hope we don't miss our opportunity like we did in the general session. Uh, we have this monumental conflict right now between federal edicts and, and the governor's edicts, none of which have been legislated through proper channels. Neither one of them have gone through, through the House at your level or the House at the state level. Uh, what should Tennessee do to fight for its sovereignty against federal overreach when the Constitution clearly states that things not explicitly given to the federal government are retained by the states? It seems like we have just given up and given up and given up over the last 50 years to now. When it's time to stand up, we don't even know how. Well, right now, the text hasn't even been written, okay? We don't even, and that may be the limiting factor for some of these states when their AG hasn't signed up to sue the government right now. And it could be because that text hasn't, hasn't come out. You know, it, it's just, we're going to have to stand up. You know, I talk to employers every day. I just left a huge company that it's, it has more employees than what the mandate allows. And they're like, you know, it's not just a problem of people not wanting to take the vaccine. There's a problem with getting the test for the vaccine. I've talked to, uh, you know, a company in D.C. that services a lot of rural uh, counties. And the bottom line is they're like, hey, we're going to lose a lot of people because we're mainly situated in rural areas. And what's going to happen, even if we wanted to test them, we can't get the test. So where does that fall? How, are, how do they even know how to proceed with, you know, going forward? Are they going to be fined? Are they going to have to lay that employee off? Are they going to have to fire them? What the heck's going on here? You know, if they think the crisis is bad now, you just wait. Look at what happened in New York when they, the healthcare providers had to walk off the job. They had to call the National Guard in. I've been at deployment services, sending our young men and women over to Kuwait, and I've had them come up and say, ma'am, I don't know what to do. I don't want to do the vaccine, but I'm going to lose everything. You know, and I'll tell you what they want to do, Brandon, at the federal level. They want to dishonorably discharge those young men and women if they don't get the vaccine. 
You know, there's no religious exemption. There's no natural immunity exemption. That's a whole nother story I'll talk, I'll talk to you about. But I said, son, I'm doing all I can. I had the no vaccine passport legislation out months ago because I saw it coming. It's a companion bill to Senator Ted Cruz's bill. And I said, you're going to lose everything. These guys are going to forfeit their pensions, everything, if they don't do that shot. You know, and I know the military, when you sign up for that, you heck, they've taken anthrax, they've done a little bit of everything. But whatever happened to our right as United States citizens, and this is what happens. It's not about COVID, it's about control. Look at Australia. I just talked to the manufacturer that I was at. They talked about what happened in Canada. You can't even walk out. Somebody will snitch on you for not having a mask on. Thank God we don't have that mask mandate here. I don't even want to go into that as a healthcare provider. I've been in this profession for 35 years as a pharmacist. And, you know, we could talk about other things that they're being withheld from just our state alone. You know, the monoclonal antibodies, that's a whole nother story. You know, we're going to look at your usage. Well, that's critical. We get it when we need it. So, you know, it, it's going to be these governors. It's going to be these AGs. It's going to be these companies that have to stand up and protect our rights as as citizens of the United States. It's all unconstitutional. I don't know what else to say, but, um, you know, hopefully when they get back in special session, they'll cover a lot of these points. I know that Texas Governor Abbott said he's not going to have any man mandates in his state. I've talked to legislators in my district and I forwarded them some things that Montana legislature had done. I said, here's your guidelines. All you got to do is go forward and make the best of it. So, you know, I'm doing all I can to fight for everybody at a federal level. And uh, common sense is in short supply. I don't know what else to say, because you cannot. It's just like I used to teach Sunday school, Brandon, for 24 years. And this is an example of what's happening right now. You put a lukewarm pot of water on the stove and you put a frog in it. He's doing the backstroke. And this was my middle school lesson. OK, he's doing the backstroke. You turn that heat up little by little. And you know what the next thing you've got? It's frog legs. That's what they're doing to our individual rights. Little by little, there's, they're mandating and taking away our God-given rights to live in a free society. And I'm not going to take it. And you mentioned where well, you said the word rhinos a little while ago. I don't know why I've just got nine people on this bill. You tell me. This is a big deal to me. And I, this district affords me the uh, luxury, I guess, of telling it like it is and saying what needs to be said, because I speak for the people of East Tennessee. And, I, and I'm not going to stand back and be quiet. And I'm going to say it in a nice, respectful way. But I swan, if I hear nice and fair one more time from our party, I think I'm going to, I don't know, because all they want is for us to fight. And we're in the fight of our lives right now. And it's good versus evil, if you want to know the truth. And that's what I'm doing. I'm standing up for the people I serve. So that's just the way it is right now, Brandon. If you could go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and click that support button, we will send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. We need your grassroots support here, guys. I kid you not. I do this out of my back pocket, out of a mission that I believe God has called me to do in Tennessee to keep us free, but it's expensive, and every little bit helps. We'll send you this. We'll also send you a directory. I can see Shane Reeves' name right here at the bottom of the page. He probably needs to get a call 
Uh, he's out of line with his constituency. We got a directory of all of your state senators, your state reps, and the governor's office. And finally, you will get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. And you can put uh, you can put Schlitz in here, and and it comes out a very fine, well crafted hoppy IPA. It has magical properties for turning really bad beer into really great beer. Uh, you can actually you know pick up old nasty creek water when it hasn't rained for a while you put it in here comes out crystal clear i don't know how they do it but they do it uh, it's it can also be used as a jack stand if you're on the side of the highway and you got trouble with your car this thing will support up to uh, i think 15 metric tons of weight uh, i'm not sure that i can substantiate any of these claims uh, and this may be what we call satire but when you give 50 dollars or more or you make a recurring donation we'll send you this puppy and we really do appreciate your support or you can also go to uh, letsgobrandonhat.com and uh, get your Let's Go Brandon hat. Well, um, Representative Harshberger, I, I appreciate you for coming on here and talking about that. And if it weren't for rural state senators and rural uh, representatives and rural uh, people in the House of Representatives where you are, mm -hmm. this, this country would be in rough shape because even our Republicans in metro areas um, – I wrote the book called How to Raise Money for Political Office. I've worked at the federal, state, and local level. I can almost look at somebody's financial disclosures and tell you how they'll vote in a committee or a subcommittee because you can buy a lot of uh, influence cheaply in Nashville. It's a little bit more expensive at the federal level, but it's still a bargain. And uh, a lot of folks are, have a conflict between the donor class and the corporate class and their constituents and the Republican primary voters. And we've seen that come at loggerheads in Tennessee. Uh, I appreciate all you're doing to speak plainly. It is very refreshing to hear it. Uh, I'll, you're a leading uh, voice in Tennessee on this issue. I'll let you have the last word and we'll close with that. Well, you're right. Uh, it's going to be people who are not worried about their next election to take this up and say, we're not going to stand for it anymore. This is our country, the greatest country the world has ever seen, and it's worth fighting for. So we can't be quiet. We can't sit back and say the government's going to fix it. If they ever knock on your door, just don't answer it, Brandon, because it's not going to be good. And, you know, I left that uh, private entity to come and do a public servant's job. I left a good life to stand up, but it's the future of our families that are at stake here and our freedoms and even our faith. I could go into a whole lot more, but uh, just I just want your viewers and your listeners to know that there are still people fighting for our freedom and uh, because it's worth fighting for. Well, Representative Harshbarger, thank you so much for being here today. I'm Brandon Lewis of the Tennessee Conservative. How can people get in touch with you, follow you, keep up with what you're doing uh, up there? And I think one of the most beautiful parts of the Tennessee parallelogram, I spend a lot of time camping kind of up in that general oh, area. Yeah. So how can people get in touch with you, follow what you're doing? Well, I do a weekly newsletter, and they can always opt in for that. It's harsh. Go to harshburger.house.gov, and they can sign up for that. You can always contact me. I have two offices, one in Kingsport, one in Morristown. And, you know, you can always contact me at my D.C. office, you know, get online. But look, I love my state. I love my district. I think I serve in the, the most beautiful district in the whole country. And the best run state in the country, if you ask me. But, you know, we just uh, just make sure you email me. You can call. I return those calls. I read those emails, believe it or not. That's how you run a business. I want to run that office like I did a business. 
and be successful at it. So I'm very approachable and you can get in touch with me. Don't hesitate to do it. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm Brandon with the Tennessee Conservative. Until next time, signing off.